you all a very happy National Poetry Month. National Poetry Month was begun by the Academy of American Poets in April 1996 and was established to, quote, remind the public that poets have an integral role to play in our culture and that poetry matters. Joy Harjo is the current Poet Laureate of the United States. She is the first Native American poet to serve in that position. She is an enrolled member of the Muscogee Creek Nation. According to the Library of Congress website, to her, poems are carriers of dreams, knowledge, and wisdom. And through them, she tells an American story of tradition and loss, reckoning, and myth-making. Her work powerfully connects us to the earth and the spiritual world with direct, inventive lyricism that helps us reimagine who we are. At Mercersburg, we'll celebrate National Poetry Month with a lineup of exciting poetry events. I sent an email earlier this week listing them all, and they include a school-wide haiku writing contest with prizes. We already have some fantastic submissions. A poetry writing walk on campus this Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. We'll meet on the plot. And spoken word on Friday, April 29th, on the back porch of Irvin under the fairy lights. You all know how treaty makes it look and feel so, so special. Everyone is welcome and encouraged to participate in these events, and I personally hope you will. Poetry Out Loud is a national poetry recitation contest for high school students. Mercersburg has proudly participated and fared well in the contest for many years. Most recently, due to COVID, the competitions have been virtual, so it's my extra special privilege to introduce the amazing Jasmine Jew, Mercersburg's representative in the contest this year, because it will be her first time performing these poems live and in person. Jasmine will recite two poems for you now. A Noiseless Patient Spider by Walt Whitman. A noiseless patient spider. I marked where on a little promontory it stood isolated, marked how to explore the vacant, vast surrounding. It launched forth filament, filament, filament out of itself, ever unveiling them, ever tirelessly speeding them. And you, oh my soul, where you stand, surrounded, detached, measureless oceans of space, ceaselessly musing, venturing, throwing, seeking the spheres to connect them, till the bridge you would need be formed, till the ductile anchor fold, till the gossamer thread you fling and catch somewhere. Oh, my soul. Candles by Carl Dennis. If on your grandmother's birthday you burn a candle to honor her memory, you might think of burning an extra to honor the memory of someone who never met her. A man who may have come to the town she lived in looking for work and never found it. Picture him taking a stroll one morning after a month of grief with the Wontats to refresh himself in the park before moving on. Suppose he notices on the gravel path the shards of a green glass bottle that your grandmother, then still a girl, will be destined to step on when she wanders barefoot away from her school picnic if he doesn't stoop down and scoop the mess up with the Wontats. 
affection and carry it to a trash can. For you to burn a candle for him, you needn't suppose the cup would be a deep one. Just deep enough to keep her at home, denied of the hay that she needs Helen, who is soon to become her dearest friend, whose brother George, 30 years later, helps your grandfather with the loan, so his shoe store doesn't go under the Great Depression, and his son, your father, is able to stay in school, where his love of learning is fan to flames, a love he later labors to kindle in you. How grateful you are for your father's efforts is shown by the candles you've burned for him. But today, for a change, why not a candle for the man whose name is unknown to you? Take a moment to ponder whether he died at home with friends and family or alone on the road, on the lookout for no one to sit at his bedside and hold his hand. The very hand, it's time for you to imagine holding. Mel and Karina have agreed to share their poems with us today. Our world is a field of flowers. I am no longer the delicate flower I once was. I've blossomed and have woken up to the world. I've seen awful things, heard terrible stories of pain and injustice, how the petals of flowers in other fields have been plucked off by careless hands. So I've grown thorns and learned to climb alone. I turned my face to the rolling hills before me, every color you could imagine, intricate patterns and varying leaves. Eventually, the temperature must change, wilted mush covered by a blanket of snow. We fade and lose our life, our veins ripped apart at the stem. But as we grow in the field and look back on seasons past, why do we not realize that when winter comes, we are all the same? Country Time Lemonade. My mom always taught me to stop for lemonade stands, to pull up to the curb and pull out my wallet for a cup of sickly sweet half-dissolved powder, or the real stuff if you're by the private elementary school, from the snotty hands of neighborhood kids. Her voice won't let me drive past a finger-painted cardboard sign without exchanging a dime turned quarter turned dollar back in her day, a nickel, for the sugar-crusted smile of piggy bank rattling children, as that smile is worth more than the half hour on the elliptical it earned her. Is this legal? I'd mutter to myself between yes pleases and no thank yous to tots who couldn't pronounce their R's, serving nectar on the side of the street. Surely not, I'd decide, as the condensation slick styrofoam cup nestled in its holder, where it would sit for three right turns before rising hesitantly to my lips. Surely not, as I took the last turn for a refill. Next, I'd like to introduce Isona Tlilo, here to share with you two original poems. When I broke into the world, I battled down my first breath. My screams were those of joy, my fists swung in triumph. When death first broke my heart, I swallowed sorrow so that my fists would not swing in tragedy. I duct taped the cleaved pieces of my heart closed with thick silence and sticky indifference. My heart bleeds, nonetheless. The sky. Riding on the air, God breathed into Adam, the same air he breathed into me. The sky, 
a reflection of God's eye, all-knowing, all-seeing, a marvelous blue against his black skin, against my black skin, the sky. Okay. 